What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Arrowhead Attic Podcast. Please welcome your hosts, Patrick Allen and Matt Verderam. Welcome in. It's the Arrowhead Attic Podcast Game Preview Edition. Patrick Allen, Matt Verderam, as always, here to get you ready for a really big game for the Kansas State Chiefs. I guess they're all big games uh, from this point out, really, for the Chiefs. Uh, Dug themselves into a little bit of a hole, but thankfully... Most of the rest of the AFC, the exception of the Tennessee Titans, are in a bit of a hole as well. Matt, 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 Matt Verderam, how you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm doing well. I'm uh, hoping the stream works better this time. We had stacked the box on Tuesday. Everything was fine. So let's hope this yeah. time I'm, I'm not like you know, pixelated to death. Uh, but good. Looking forward to this week. I, I cannot believe that it's already week 11 in the NFL. Like it feels... Well, at times with the Chiefs, it's felt like 10 years in, in, in one, but it also feels like I, it was week one a month ago. It's incredible that we're already here. Yeah, and it's strange, too, because it's it's happened so fast, and yet it doesn't feel like we're that far in because you've got this extra week looming. And it seems like one week, what's the big It's just another one more game, but it really is strange to be – you know, to be 10 games into the season for the Chiefs and to be looking and be like, we still have seven to go. There's still a lot of football to be played here. Kind of crazy. And I I guess, thankfully, the way that the thing started for the Chiefs, thankfully there's an extra game for them to to get back in it. Yeah. I mean, really, that extra game helps them out quite a bit. Um, Look, you'll look around the AFC, nothing's been decided. I get it with Tennessee. I understand they're 8-2. and and Look, give them credit. They've beaten a lot of really good teams, including the Chiefs killed them. Um, but I don't think anybody looks at Tennessee and goes, oh, yeah, that team is the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. We'll get to the Super Bowl. I don't, I don't think most people feel that way. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I, I really do think, um, you know, we're, we're not going to find out who the favorite is in the AFC probably until Christmas. You know, I, I don't think it's going to be decided until then. So I'm very, very interested to see how things play out. But the Chiefs have put themselves in position now. Six and four, it's not where everybody thought they'd be. You know, back in week one, but hell, I, it's better than where we thought they were going to be three to four weeks ago when they, they looked like yeah. they couldn't win a football game. So, yeah, all, all things considered, everything's in front of them. Yeah, it seemed like they were a sinking ship there for for a little bit, and now they've got a great opportunity to to really get back on track. Um, what's up, everybody out in the chat? Sarah Head Attic Podcast. Uh, what's up, Gonzo? Uh, what's up, Gaming Bros? What's up, Lucas, Aaron, Cheeto Freak, Oregon Fishing, Christian. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in here on a Thursday morning. So, you know, before we get into some of the cheese talk for I wanted to ask you, because we're getting into that time of year where, you know, we've just count Chocula season has has ended. Um, tragic, tragic. Yeah, situation. Which, is, which is terrible. But now we're getting into uh, uh, stuff your face season. It is uh, good morning. Yeah. Ed. Um, yeah. You know, it's worth to be at Thanksgiving coming up. 
then you just roll right into Christmas, New Year's, uh, and it's just a it's just a buffet of bad decisions. How are you planning to cope this year? Well, by just eating so much that the regret kind of gets swallowed up by the food. <laughs> yeah. uh, by the way, good morning to everybody in the chat. Appreciate that. See you, Ed. Thank you. Um, I I think, you know, I have a weird take about this because obviously as everyone knows in this chat, I, I'm a big fan of eating. Uh, but I, I, turkey is not my thing. I'm not, I, I will eat it, but I'm not like, oh, I can't wait to dive in. Like it's got to be cooked right. I feel like so often turkey ends up dry and then you're kind of like, yeah, I got to eat it because it's Thanksgiving. Like I, I was talking about this on the Stack in the Box podcast, which, by the way, if you enjoy this show, please go check out the Stack in the Box YouTube page. Just like this, do a live every Tuesday. Talk to the entire league, Mark Harmon, myself. Uh, subscribe. Give it, a, give it a like. Would appreciate it. That's it. That's all my showing for today. Um, but, you know, like I like stuffing, but – I don't want to out anybody here, but uh, my my in laws they, they put raisins in the stuffing. I can't. Oh, that's just what I hate. What, it. I who hate came up with that? Why are you putting raisins in the stuffing? And Christian, yes, yeah. I am a ham guy. I'm a huge ham guy. Um, and white hair. I, oh, believe me, it, it's basically gravy with a side of turkey. Um, yeah. But I love mashed potatoes. I do love candy yams. But it's just. Like Christmas is my deal because my family we're all kinds. There's lasagna, there's ham. That I'm, I'm all in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I load up on the sides for Thanksgiving. I load up on the sides. I try to take the raisins out when I can. That's really what it's all about, right? I mean, look, turkey's fine, especially you get some of that dark meat. But like after after Thanksgiving Day, I feel like the turkey goes downhill quick. Oh, like, yeah. It doesn't have great reheat value. You got to you got to douse it in gravy. You, know, you can make some of those open face sandwiches. I'm good with that. But for me, it's all about the stuffing and the pie. If somebody knows how to make a good stuffing, and and a lot of people don't, and a lot of people don't stuff the bird anymore. They're like all freaked out about yeah. getting salmonella and stuff. Not me, man. I get the biggest <laughs> turkey I can find. We don't have any kids. It's just Mag and I. If we're, if we're having Thanksgiving I at home, I still get the yeah, 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 right. <laughs> I get the biggest turkey I can find, and I stuff that baby up um, with a little sage stuffing. Love it. Um, yeah, now I'm getting hungry. Remember, remember um, John Madden back in the day, the turducken. Yeah. Remember that? Buff, like, didn't he have a, give up, they like a five leg turkey on Fox yeah, there for a while that they would give out to the players? Just a form yeah. turkey. You know, yeah, like yeah. every year it was like some offensive <laughs> line. Hey, Larry Allen here. You know, like, wait. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not, I will say, though, you know, it's like some people. Some people they they'll get like Chinese food for Thanksgiving. Like that's yeah. that's the thing which we've never done. I I'd be yeah. all for that, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Um but I think I think this year I don't really ever I don't ever really cook for Thanksgiving because my in-laws love to cook. And and other than the other than the raisins and the stuffing, they're actually very good cooks. But I yeah, I, I think I might bring like macaroni and cheese or something. You know, like just, just to have it. That way I can, I can party with it. But Solid. I I will say I'm really hoping somebody rolls deep with apple pie. So that is my favorite. I know everybody's always like, oh, no, like uh, pecan pie. I don't like any of that garbage. Uh, pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. I'm okay with pumpkin pie. Apple yeah. pie is my favorite. Like, apple pie, a good, warm apple pie. And, and the, the crust has got to be right. It's got to be thick. Yeah. If yeah. you have thin yeah. crust, it's, it's trash. Yeah. Um, but then I see Gonzo ask, Oh, by the way, Cheeto free peanut butter pie. You're not kidding. Oh my God. So we yeah. do that for, we do that for Christmas and I, I eat myself in a coma. That is easily my favorite pie in the world. Um, my family's got a cheesecake recipe that oh, it's okay. like, it's more like a cheese pie, like heavy sour cream. And Oh my God, it's, you get literally gain five pounds just eating one piece of it, but it's absolutely incredible. Um, and I'll leave, I'll leave us with this as we get into some chief stock here, but and I'm not trying to get political here, but one of my favorite internet videos of all time, you remember when Sarah Palin was running for, for vice president with McCain and yeah. you know how they always, the president, they always do the Turkey. Like they, uh, they, they, they pardon a Turkey, yeah. you know, the president pardons a Turkey on Thanksgiving. Well, they did like, I don't know. Sarah Palin went to some Turkey farm for, for a PR stunt and she was there to like pardon a Turkey. And she's standing there talking, giving the interview. You can still find this on YouTube. It's friggin' hilarious. She's drinking a couple of Starbucks or coffee or whatever. And she's talking about it. And there's a guy in the background. He knows damn well what he's doing. He, 
he comes up, he's got a turkey. And like the headline is like Sarah Palin pardons turkey. And there's this guy with a turkey and he like looks and he kind of like grins and he's like killing a turkey. He puts the turkey's head in the, oh, the, yeah. like, the machine that breaks its neck. And she's sitting there talking about, about, <laughs> about pardoning the turkey. Meanwhile, in the background, this turkey's getting murdered. Its feathers are going, its legs are kicking. It's uh, you know, upsetting if you're, uh, if you're from PETA, but if you're from PETA, uh, log off of this podcast. Um, but <laughs> you know, um, hilarious video so if you're looking for a little because for me like holidays like i always have a viral video i associate there's the the leprechaun video for saint patrick's day that's out there from the news that's a, a classic and then on uh, on the fourth of july of course there's always backup terry have you seen that video yeah where, where t- terry yeah hilarious video and then on thanksgiving it's <laughs> the sarah penguin yeah 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 what are you terry what do you do it that got hilarious hilarious yeah. um but yeah that's um, that's the that's the that's the one for for Thanksgiving that Sarah. Palin I enjoy seeing by the way everybody in the, the chat. There's just too many to get to right now. It's just uh, Joe Duggan at, at O'Hare right now, waiting for a flight to Cancun. God, first of all, God bless you uh, oh. at O'Hare. I've been there, man. I will be there. He also earlier said Matt's Wi-Fi turning the corner, one seed incoming. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I listen. I, I called it. on Monday. Like, I, I care about the uh, the production value. I called on Monday, and the Xfinity truck did come out here. So I'm hoping that you got people relying on you. We had guys in Sweden and in Germany right. watching the podcast. That's right. um, so we, uh, we they need did to come out, and they, you know, they they did. So I, God knows what they did, but they did something with the wiring. So hopefully, uh, we're we're better. But it's so far so good. Um, yeah. So. All right. It's, uh, well, all right. Yeah. And God bless for going to Cancun. God, I wish I was going real, to Cancun. Real quick. Yeah, so ahead. Gonzo asked it. Um, you know, what is your, what's your go-to meal uh, with a cheese pie? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. You know, I like, I like pulled pork. So I get the smoker going, mm, go buy good. a pork butt, get that going. If I can't get the smoker going, I'll throw it in the, in the crock pot. Obviously not the same, but you still can slow cook it up. Good flavor. Um, I've got a bunch of Gates barbecue sauce, which can't see barbecue sauce in the in the pantry. Let's just throw some of that on there. Um, that's a good one. And if I can, I get some Kansas City beer. So if there's some Boulevard around or some KC beer or something like that, I try to grab those and uh, drink yeah, up. I'm a I'm a mental case. I am too nervous a lot of times during cheese yeah. games to eat. Yeah, I, you're I a pacer, right? You yeah, can't yeah, sit down. Yeah, 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 I walk around the entire game during the. Yeah, I don't. I I'm. I don't drink during the game. I'm I, and a lot of times, part of it is I'm working. So, like I, you know, if I'm working, I don't pace as much because I have to work. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm usually usually on the phone with the old man for a good portion of the game. Have him on speaker, you know. And uh, I, I would say, yeah, that's if if I do eat anything, a lot of times when I go back home, and you know, a couple. A couple uh, games a year, usually I, I get together with my dad, and we'll have. Uh, he makes a great turkey chili, so um, we will eat that. That's probably that's yeah. probably if I had to pick a, a go to meal. But man, I am I am so keyed into the game. <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing a whole lot. Like I I cannot watch them at a bar. There's no yeah. way. I'm yeah. in my office with the door locked, and that that's pretty much it. <laughs> like I. I I can count on one hand people I've watched a Chiefs game with in my lifetime. I cannot do yeah. it. I just get too anxious. I've got you came over for the for the opener against the Patriots a few years ago, and yeah. uh, our, our old friend Tyler Brook posted that video, and uh, he was in, he was filming a like an Instagram video or something in my fridge because it was just all beer. And in the background, you could hear us all screaming. It was one of those big uh, one of those big runs. Um, and you're, uh, you're in there and it, you're, you're profane. Um, but yeah. it's funny. It's a funny, funny, funny video. All right. Yeah, let's no, get no, into definitely this. Not, like I can't have Maisie in the room with me during the cheese. <laughs> right. 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 She, Mommy, she really what's what's wrong with daddy? A lot of questions, uh, more so than usual. Um, yeah. let's, let's get into this game. Let's do it. Chiefs, Chiefs versus Cowboys. Uh, absolutely a huge game. Um, but, but first I want to ask you. As we head into this game, there's a lot of talk. Are the Chiefs back? That's the discussion this week, right? Are the Chiefs really back? Um, one good game after a lot of not so good games. But we've got some stats here that are that are interesting. So, you know, I saw Colin Cowherd talking about this this week, and I just want to throw out the stats. I think it's great. You know, he was saying, well, the Chiefs just played one good game. They're not necessarily back, and the Cowboys are, are the real deal. Um, but the first five games of the season, and this is a stat. I got this from NFL.com. 
first five games of the season, the Chiefs had a two and three record. They were given up 32.6 points per game, 437.4 total yards per game, and they had a minus seven turnover differential. In the last five games, the Chiefs are four and one. They're giving up 15.6 points per game, 309 yards per game, and they're minus one in the turnover differential. So I think to say that it is one one good game is a little bit of a misnomer. It's a little bit misleading because, and we were sort of starting to key in on it, the Chiefs were slowly improving things throughout that poor stretch of football and even as they've turned it around. But what's your take, Bertrand? Well, I mean, we've talked about it. I, I think... I think defensively, that's where I'm most excited about them. And it's not because I don't believe in the offense from Sunday. I, I think the offense finally found itself again. And, but I, at no point did I ever feel like, oh, they're just going to be terrible all year offensively. You know, I know we've talked a lot about it. And, and I said multiple times, like, look, at some point here, Mahomes is just going to figure some of this out. I mean, it's, it, he's just too great of a player. You know, it's really frustrating, but he'll figure it out. Well, on Sunday night, he figured it out. And, uh, you know, I think, I think there is something to the idea, hey, look, the Raiders played a lot of cover three, and they played zone, and the Chiefs have struggled more with cover two. And, man, Cheeto Freaks even asking, is Dallas going to play some cover two against us? You know, will, you know, will it matter? Yeah, I'm sure Dallas will play a ton of it. I just I don't think it's going to yeah. be a big – I think the Chiefs have kind of found themselves, and I don't really think it matters what, what defense they play. I mean, maybe it helps them a little. But if Kansas City executed the way they did on Sunday night, they're going to score a ton of points regardless of your scheme. I think it's about the defense. Like if the defense continues to play like this, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. There is nobody beating this team if they play defense like this because their offense is going to score enough. You know, even on a bad day with them, usually, and I know they went through a stretch where this wasn't the case, usually with them, they're going to get into the high 20s. They just are. I mean, they're, they're so talented – even with turnovers and all the penalties and all the drops. And by the way, that's another thing we haven't talked about. They lead the league in drops. Like, they are first in drops, first in turnovers from offensively, second in offensive penalties, like second worst, and they're averaging more than 30 points a game. I mean, that that's where you are with them. So yeah. I really think if that defense, and, and, I, and I believe in them, they've been really, really good now for five weeks straight, you know, say for one half of football against the Titans – I, yeah, I, I do think they're back. I think I think their confidence is back, and that was that was what was gone. That was what was missing. That belief that well, we're going to go out, we're going to win this game. And I, right. I think you know they found that, and they needed to find it, and they found it at the at the perfect time. Yeah, for all the reports of the Chiefs' struggles on offense, and they were struggling on offense for them. They're the number one offense in the NFL in terms of yards right now. Obviously, there have been some bye weeks and things like that, but they're, you know, um, and and they're top five in almost all of these categories. And Dallas is right there with them. So let's get into let's get into the actual game here. So we're, we're coming into this game against the Cowboys. They're coming to Arrowhead, which is good. The Cow- So the Chiefs are favorites in this game, but only by two and a half points right now, according to uh, draft uh, draft Kings, um, the over under for this game, 56.5. So they're expecting some touchdowns to be scored. Oh, yeah. um, is this a case of n- neither one of these teams are known for having locked down, shut down defenses. Although, as we've mentioned, the Chiefs defense has been playing much better the last few weeks. Although some of that is who they've been playing. Um, is this a game for you of Chiefs offense versus the Cowboys offense and who can make the fewest mistakes? I actually think this game is going to be decided by Kansas City's defense. I really do. Like that, that is how I lean. And, and I saw, so, you know, um, Joe Duggan, I, I wanted to get this real quick. He asked, how would you compare this stretch and turnaround to 2019? Last year, they were never really tested. And and, um, and I know the uh, gaming bros also kind of asked the same question. Listen, I, I think um, I think it could be similar. The only thing I would say is in 2019, they had a lot of injuries. They had a lot of injuries. And they kind of got healthy as the year went on. That's not necessarily the case, you know, right now. But I think I think it's comparable – in the sense that they couldn't do anything defensively earlier in, in that year. They were struggling offensively, more so, again, that year because of injury than anything else. But, you know, I really believe, and, and I don't know if this answers the question, Joe, or not, but I hope it does. I think that it really more so is about do you get hot at the right time? Do, do you get 
do you get everybody healthy at the right time? You know, I look at 2019, and to me, that was about a team that got healthy and they got white hot down the stretch. I mean, they just played their best football. And this is when you want to start playing. I've said this before, I, I'm sure on this pod and on others. You talk to people around the league. Every time I go to the Senior Bowl, this conversation comes up for whatever reason. Thanksgiving is when the contenders start to separate themselves. They play better. I think I think it's more about, all right, they got to start cranking it up. You know, you you find out what you can do and what you can't do, and you you hide the things the best you can of what you can't do, and you accentuate what you can do, and teams that are contenders have another gear they can get to. And teams that aren't, they can't, and they, they peter out. Um, as far as this game goes, listen, I do not think – and maybe I'm proving a fool. Maybe Dallas comes in and scores 42 points in the game. I do not think that Dallas is going to come in and score a million points in this football game. I don't. I don't think the Chiefs are going to shut them down. But I, I think I think Kansas City actually matches up okay with them in this game. Their, their interior, Zach Martin's an incredible guard. The other two are okay. You can They can be had. Um, we don't know if Tyron Smith's going to play yet on the left side. Yet he's been out. Um, I think the Chiefs defensive line actually matches up pretty well in this game. I, I like the speed now. Like that, that would have been the thing early in the year that scared the hell out of me. Dallas is so damn fast. That would have scared me. But now the Chiefs defense with all these younger guys and can run. So I think they're okay there. My, my curiosity is how much zone do the Chiefs play and how much man do they play? I would like to see them play man in this game. I get Dallas's great receivers. I think Kansas City's corners actually match up okay. I'd like to see them play a little bit of man. But this is the biggest test that the defense has faced. All right. Can you all hear me out there in the chat? We had a little stream issue there. Did you have an issue with Verderam? I just sat here like stone face, like I have no clue what to do. Yeah, it, uh, it went out for a second. <laughs> all right, we're back. Sorry we're about that, we're guys. Back. We're back. Uh, Thank you for sticking yeah. with us. Sorry. Stream yeah. had a tech issue. I don't know. I thought, I thought it was me. I thought, I thought I was screwed up again. I thought yeah. I was going pixelated. It was yep. exactly. <laughs> Verderam, you just as you as soon as you started talking about your internet, you you your internet let out. You got robot pixelated, but you're back now. So I maybe don't jinx it. Let's just respect your internet from here on out. Don't talk any crap on it. Um, all right, listen. I you know one thing about this game that <clears throat> I find compelling is is the quarterback matchup. Um, Dak Prescott. To, to be fair here, he, he has outplayed Patrick Mahomes a little bit this season. If you, if you stack up their stats next to each other, he's completing 70% of his, 70% of his passes, uh, just having a great season compared to 65.8 for, for Mahomes. Um, you know, they're, they're pretty much dead even on passing yards per game, uh, 292 for Dak, 294 for Pat. And then Dak's got 20 touchdowns and five interceptions to Pat's 25 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. He's got him on passer rating 110 to 96. Dak, of course, they had a bye week, and also he missed a game with injury. So, um, right. But to your point about the Cowboys, they've got a lot of great receivers. Obviously, they've got Ezekiel Elliott. They've got a dynamic offense. So that's something to be concerned about. I tend to agree with you on the way I think the Chiefs should play them. I feel a lot about this game the, the way that I felt about the Titans game. Uh, obviously, you're dealing with a, be- a better quarterback, but um, this is a game for me where I think they also should play man to man and 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 not let the running game get going. But they have to get pressure on Prescott. That is it, right? They, they can't get away with having too many lapses in pressure because if he's got time to sit back there and deliver the football like Tannehill did during the Titans game, he's going to be able to make precise throws. And these are these are the kinds of receivers similar to the receivers that they have in Tennessee, they could go up and they can get the football at very athletic, big body receivers that can, can, can climb the ladder and things like that. How concerned are you about, or, or what's your take on the chiefs pass rush versus the Cowboys offensive line? Well, I, I'm definitely, you know, concerned because it's, it's, you know, let's be real. This is, that's the game. I agree with you. Like if you can't get pressure on that, you're going to get killed. I don't care how good the corners have played. To me, that's always where the game starts and ends. It's in the trenches. Like people get so caught up with all the all the guys on the outside and who's the weaponry, and that's fine. And that matters, of course, and obviously it matters. But I, I think so much of it is really about you've got to get home. Like I thought the biggest part of that Raiders game for them defensively was they just got the car. They were constantly in his face, 
And what happens? Like Carr just threw up like three arm punts. He's lucky he only had one pick. Geez, he easily could have three or four picks in that game. So I think if you're Kansas City, like you've got – All right, and we're back. At least I'm back. Um, I don't know how many of you are still out there uh, or how this affects the actual – the YouTube stream. Um, but uh, sorry about that, folks. You know, uh, it's the it's live radio, TV, whatever you want to call it. Um, we're all working off internet. We're all in different places, all of us, including our producers. So sometimes these things happen and sometimes they're, they're beyond our control. Uh, my internet was, uh, was actually, uh, pretty fast. seems like Vertorams was as well. The issue may just have been the, uh, the restream side of things. So uh, Vertorams is going to be back with us in just a second, but I did see somebody out there talking about interceptions. Oh, there he is. And we're back. It was not my internet. It wasn't your I, internet. I'm it shocked. Wasn't. I thought for sure I yeah. was the reason that this happened. And yeah, yet, yeah. shockingly, it actually wasn't my fault. So that's, uh, uh, that's progress. Unfortunately, the entire internet went down, and that uh, that's not yeah. progress. Yeah, we're down to five people hanging with us. Our guys, Lucas and Gonzo, are still there. I'll, I'll tweet it back out um, I was gonna say, I'll, right I'll now. I'll fire it out of the old uh, Twitter machine and see if that yeah. helps out. Get the get the Thank link back. Listen, guys, we apologize. Unfortunately, that one, nothing we could really do about. Uh, that yeah, that yeah. was out of our control. Yeah. So, Matt, um, I guess get this out. Back. Okay. So, one of the questions in the chat, and I was thinking a lot about this as well, is you know there were a couple, there were still a couple of dangerous passes from Holmes in the last game <clears throat> that could have been picked off, should have been picked off. One of them, and. The Cowboys, as I recall, I think they've got like they, for almost every game there for the beginning of the season, they had a couple picks. And then I think I think they've only had one game without an interception. So this is a team that has excelled at taking the – they're not a, a, a great defense, but they have done a really good job of being opportunistic, which is what, what the Chiefs' defense has traditionally needed to do. How concerned are you about Dallas's ability to take the ball away? Well, I think you have to be concerned. Trayvon Diggs is eight picks. I just just an absolute ridiculous, That's ridiculous. Not, I mean eight picks that not bad so um you know listen they are they are a fast defense just like they're offensively they have a lot of speed um this is this is a group that you're gonna have to be able uh to to make some plays in the open open field against I mean they're, they're very 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 athletic but you know with speed sometimes comes over pursuit. Also, can you get somebody to bite on a double move? I know Trayvon Diggs, that is something teams have had success with. Denver did it to him. New England did it to him. Um, but they will take the ball away. You're right. And, look, they're going to be hurting up front. No Randy Gregory. DeMarcus Lawrence is still out. He's been on most of the year. But Micah Parsons is probably the defensive uh, rookie of the year. He's been great. And he's somebody that the Chiefs are going to have to be aware of at all times. Yeah, and the Chiefs just need to continue to build momentum, right? I, you know, I, I don't want to see that situation where they have that turnover and then they start to panic or they start pressing. Um, right. You know, try to try to play sharp football. You know, we may even see uh, what I'm hoping for from the offense is a more complete game than they played against the Raiders, where the, you know the Raiders there were still some there's some missed misplays that could have gone for touchdowns. I think I saw a, a news report. Forgive me, I can't remember who who said it, but that the, some of the people in the Chiefs locker room felt like they should have scored 60 in that game against the Raiders because of some plays that they left on the field. And so if they are on a, if they are on a progression here and things are incrementally improving, then I I'm, I'm looking for some of those plays that Mahomes overthrew guys or missed guys to, to go for touchdowns in a game like this. And we, and we see one of those games where they come out and for the first half or whatever, they're just really cooking pretty much doing whatever they want. Uh, because that's that's what they're going to need to do, I think, against this. This Dallas team is going to put up points. They are. I, look, I, I think you know the number is fifty six and a half, and, and it's going to be right around that. I would think you're going to see some. I, I, if Kansas City holds Dallas under twenty points, and that, then I think it really is time to start talking about this defense almost as if, hey, it's not only like turned the corner, but like gone completely the other direction. Um, yeah. It's. Uh, it, it, it's by the way, Clint. That that's a hilarious comment. And well, you know, tell, tell your boss he's got to understand. Um, listen, I, I do think, I do think in this game, yes, the Chiefs are going to have to score some points. That's inarguable. Um, 
But I don't think it's a game where they're going to have to score 35. Maybe I'm wrong. I think if they get to 30, they got a good shot to win the game. And that's a lot of points. But that's not for them, though. Like, that's normal. That should, That's typically what they do. I really believe in this game. If the offensive line can continue to play the way it's been playing, and Mahomes is time, which he should. Parsons is a good pass rusher. They do not have anybody else is a good pass rusher in this game. If they can give him time, I think Kansas is going to be fine. There's, Dallas' secondary is not great. Their linebackers are fine. They're not great. Like The Chiefs should be able to do some stuff in this football game. And I think, you know, look, every game's different. But I want to see the Chiefs play stylistically the way they played against the Raiders. Like, go for those intermediate shots. Take those yeah. opportunities. Don't sit, don't sit back. Look, if you, if you have to check it down, that's fine. But don't just immediately go to check it down. You know, and, and on the flip side of that, too, don't just wail it in double coverage. And, yes, Evan, the, the entire world crashed down on us, but we are back. Um, it, it's been it, it's been such a struggle for them offensively to this point. But, then, you know, the, over the last month, then, of course, the Raiders game opens the floodgates. I think if you're the Chiefs, you just continue to play the way stylistically, schematically, mentally, the way you played Sunday, attack – and then, all right, if nothing's there and you can check down for six, check down for six. But I think Kansas City should have success in this game. I really do. I want to see the – I think the big advantage that the Chiefs can have in a game like this, if the if the Cowboys play the Chiefs the way other teams have been playing them with the two-high shell, yep. is to, to the time of possession. I think that that is going to put a lot of pressure on Dallas, just like it did on the Raiders. The Raiders – it kind of flipped the script a little bit, right? Because earlier in the season when, when Kansas City's defense was playing so poorly, it was, you know, we were getting these feeling that, that that Chiefs offense felt like they needed to go out there and score every time, that they couldn't punt, and then they right. were forcing it and they were making mistakes. And then on the flip side of that, when you've got the Chiefs going on these long – like, I, there's got to be something mentally that happens to, you know, Derek Carr or to Dak Prescott or Patrick Mahomes when they're standing there on the sidelines and they haven't been in the game in seven minutes, eight minutes of game clock, nine minutes game clock, and they're sitting there and they're like, Jesus Christ, I have got to get back in the game and answer this. It's just, it's, it's probably more frustrating for them, but like as fans, I know when I'm sitting there on the couch and it's like, you know, you get first down, second down, you get them to third down, then they can they, they convert. And then you get the third down again, and then they convert. It's really, really frustrating. And um, uh, I want to see the Chiefs do that to the Cowboys in this game. I want to see them, those, those early drives, you know, make the Cowboys start pressing on offense because when teams start pressing, that's when maybe you just your 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 timing's off on a throw, or you know, you take a deep shot that you, maybe you shouldn't have taken when the first down was there, and and that's part of playing defense, right? It's not just stopping them every time; it's forcing them into not executing. And I think that's what the Chiefs have been doing a good job of on defense the last few weeks. And I think if they can do it here, it's really going to go a long way towards them getting the victory. Defense in the NFL is about being disruptive and making situational plays. That's that's what it's about. Like defense yeah. in, in today's NFL, it is really, really, really about how do you play on third down? How do you play in the red zone? You know, very rarely, and it happens. There, are, there are defenses that do, but like very rarely are there defenses that are just lights out, and you can't move the ball on, and you can't. In today's league, the rules are so slanted towards offenses that most defenses, even great ones, you know, they're going to give yeah. up 300 yards, you know, 325. I mean, that's just it's going to happen. So you have to be good in the red zone. You have to be good on third down. You have to be opportunistic. You know, and I, I'm a big believer, too. Like, when you get a penalty on the other team, you know, when you get a holding call and it's second and 20, you have to get off the field. Like, those can't be – especially in a game like this where, where Dallas is a very potent offense. If you get a penalty on Dallas and it's first and 20 or it's second and 15, you have to win that series. You have to win it right. You can't allow, you know, a swing pass to then have two broken tackles and go for 12 yards and it's third and two and they convert. So, I think so much of it with Kansas City. Look, guys, I, I always say if you kick a field goal against the Chiefs, you might as well punt. It doesn't matter. You have to yeah. be good defensively in situational football. They've been that. I mean, we talked about it in the last podcast. 
the Raiders had negative three yards. Negative three yards on third down. Like, that's how you win. I mean, that that's an extreme example, of course. But, like, that's how you win. That's yeah. how you win games. And, and uh, I'd have to look up the red zone stats for recent games. But I'll tell you what, I can tell you right now, they're a lot better the last five weeks. It's not been perfect. They're a lot yeah. better. It's yeah. not just well, you couldn't, have, you couldn't have been worse. No, <laughs> couldn't I mean, have been worse than they were no. earlier in the season. They, they've gotten much better in these situational spots. And, you know, I also think, by the way, if you watch, and I, I don't have data to back this up, but this is just an eye thing. They're blitzing a lot more on third down. And part of the reason they're blitzing a lot more on third down is because they're getting teams with the longer down distances. You know, that that gets overlooked. You know, so everybody always talks about first down and talk about third down. Nobody talks about second now. And it matters because let's say it's second and eight, okay, and it's an incomplete pass. Now it's third and eight. You can do a lot of different things on third and eight as a defensive coordinator. If yep. you pick up five yards on second and eight, it's third and three. It limits you. You're not going to blitz as much. You can get the ball quicker, pick up first down. I mean, it all works in tandem. And the Chiefs yeah. have played much better. But it's it's going to take a big effort against Cowboys team that is very talented. And if the Chiefs make a bunch of mistakes in this game, they're going to get beat for it. Yeah, and we appreciate you all out there who came back after the stream went down. If you could do us a favor and hit that thumbs up button, it'll help more of those folks find the content. Uh, so hit that thumbs up in the YouTube we appreciate it. Um, I wanted to go through a little bit of Dallas's schedule because obviously uh, they're you know they're looking really good. They're seven and two. They don't play in as strong a, a division as the Chiefs, um, but it, you know it's a big part of, of who you played. And one of the reasons the Chiefs are the record they have right now is they weren't playing well and they played some really good teams. So for Dallas, you know they lost to Tampa Bay and then they rattled off a, a six game winning streak. Yep. They beat the Chargers. 20 to 17, Philly, Carolina, the Giants, New England. That game went to overtime. Uh, Dallas pulled it out. They got a good road win against a, a tough Vikings team, 20 to 16. And then, and that was with Prescott out, by the way. Yep. Um, then they come and they, they have this inexplicable game against Denver, who is not a good football team. Talented, you know, they have talent on that team. But as a whole, they're not a good football team. And uh, Prescott's first game back, and you can blame some of that. They got waxed 30 to 16 in that game. And then they turn around, they play another bad football team in Atlanta and beat them 40, 43 to three. Uh, right. God, poor Atlanta, right. poor Matt Ryan. Uh, but, so, what do you make of, of Dallas's schedule so far? A little soft, struggled with some teams the Chiefs have either you know, beaten or competed with, at least in, the Tampa, in Los Angeles. But what's your take on their schedule so far? I mean, it's been soft. I think it's the second easiest schedule in football at this point. But yeah. I give them credit. Look, they they've pounded some teams. Like, I don't think Dallas is a fraud. I, I don't, you know, I don't I don't know that I think Dallas is better than some of the other teams in the NFC. Like I, I wouldn't take him against Tampa. I wouldn't take him against the Rams. I wouldn't take him against the Packers. But I do think they're a very good team. But yes, I mean, you know, they also they they play in a division that they're gonna win by by eight games because the division's terrible. Ezekiel Elliott's joined the chat. Welcome. Um, right. I, I think uh, I, I think there's a very good chance that Dallas wins 13 games this year. And if you're doing that, I don't care who you are and who you're playing. You're you're a really good team. I mean, I, yeah. I think Dallas's offensive personnel is as good as anybody's in the league. And I do believe in this game. Look, this is going to come down to me. I said it earlier. Kansas City's defense. How well do they play? Situational. And Dallas. I do not think the Cowboys are going to get a ton of pressure in the game. So mm. they're going to have to cover. Can they do it against the Chiefs team that all of a sudden has kind of found itself here? Because that that is going to be the one thing. If they can't get pressure, the Chiefs are going to double move. They're going to try to get deep down the field. Who's And, and then who is going to be on Kelsey? How do the Cowboys deal with Kelsey? Do they double him? Do they try to mix up their looks? I think it's really interesting. I really do. Yeah. I think it's a fascinating game between two teams that are very good, that are very talented. Um, and I see the Cowboys question, just out of curiosity, why do they have uh, C.D. Field punt? Because he's he's incredibly gifted. I mean, just like the Chiefs had Tyreek Hill return punts for years before yeah. it became too risky, right? Um, yeah. It's just he's, he's an incredible athlete. And, and so yeah. and he'll move around, by the way, offensively. They'll put him in the slot. He'll, he'll be outside. He is going to be a very tough cover. He is a great player. And so the, the Chiefs are going to have to find ways to match up with him. 
Yeah, and appreciate the Cowboys fans out checking out the stream. Obviously, it's a Chiefs podcast, but uh, you know, get some some analysis and a little insight uh, for y'all on on Kansas City. So, <clears throat> when you look at this game, obviously, we, we the Chiefs have been without Clyde Edwards-Helaire for a number of weeks now. There are, are rumors he's he's practicing again. He could come back for this game, um, but the Chiefs have a bye week next week. If you're Andy Reid and the Chiefs, do do you try to force CEH back or would you do, you do you try to just roll with the guys that you you've had the last couple of weeks who've been playing pretty well at running back go with Daryl Williams let let Clyde rest for another week and then he gets the bye week and so that's essentially he's not gonna play football for if he doesn't play this week you know he gets essentially three weeks of extra rest uh before he has to take the field again or do you want to get him out there and if he is out there do you think he makes an impact if he's healthy I'd play I mean if he's if he's healthy enough to play I'd play um, it's a big game, but I wouldn't just roll into this thing and say, oh, let's, you know, let's give him the ball 25 times. I mean, I, I think Darrell Williams is coming off the best game of his career, uh, all told. And McKinnon's done a nice job in a limited duty. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just go zero to a hundred, you know, but, but if he's healthy and he's ready to play, then I would make him active and I'd play him. Listen, I'm, I'm with a lot of Chief fans who feel like Clyde Edwards and Lair has been fine in his career. He's not a bad player. He's not a, he's not a great player. That being said, he's the best all-around back they have. He is. Uh, so if, if you if you want to go back to him, I have no problem with that. I also understand the train of thought. Hey, look, give him another week. You get the bye. I, I totally understand that too. But I I think if, if you're the Chiefs, if he can play, you play him. Because you have seven games to go, and they all matter. And you look around the conference; this is a huge week. You know, the Bengals play the Raiders. That feels like almost like a playoff game right now. I mean, whoever loses that game's in dire straits. The Bills and the Colts play each other this week. That's a big game. Uh, the Steelers and the Chargers play each other. That's a big game. There's a lot of games. This con- like the t- teams are going to be losing games. If Kansas City loses, they're going to fall behind those teams that, of course, are also winning games. If Kansas City wins, you gain a lot of ground. So, big opportunity this week. And Denver is even, if you care about Denver, they're on a bye. So, the Chiefs could pick up a half game there as well. Yeah, and for the Chiefs, this is a great time to, now that they've gotten back into the thick of everything, they got a chance to get a little bit of separation. If they lose, they really got to slog it out the last few games of the season. If they win, here's their schedule after the bye week. Home against Denver. Home against the Raiders, at Los Angeles, home against Pittsburgh, and then they finish the season on the road at right. Cincinnati and at Denver. So it's just, I mean, they're they're and and you couldn't have said this a, a couple of weeks ago, but they're masters of their own destiny now. At this point, with the AFC West, they're in first place. They take care of business. They're going to be in good shape. This Dallas game is is a really important game I, for me. When I look at this game, like this is the game where they've got to make up for that loss against the Baltimore Ravens because they should have won that football game. Clyde Edwards-Alaire doesn't fumble. They kick the field goal at the end of the game. They win it. And they've got, you know, they're in much, much better shape. And we're talking about, you know, can they, can they get the one seed? Not can they win the AFC West, right? Um, The way things have gone. So this is a big, it's kind of a makeup game for them. It's a game where I think if you looked at the schedule earlier in the season, you're like, eh, yeah, that game against Dallas, like a non-conference game, you know, it's going to be a tough matchup. They lose it. It's not going to be a big deal. But where they're at now, huge game, huge game for the Chiefs. No question. No question. Every game's a huge game for the Chiefs. Now, look, if they lose this game, do I, would I still pick them to win the division? Yeah, I would. Um, because I think Kansas City's schedule after the bye is pretty light, and I think they'll handle business. But if you win this game, the, the difference becomes that I, I think you start looking at, okay, can they get to a one seed? Like if, if they win this game, they go to the bye at seven and four, okay, all of a sudden you start looking at this. I, I think you say, look, they could win out. I, I'm not sitting here saying I'd like throw money down on that, but there's not a game the rest of the way that they beat Dallas. You're like, oh, that's, that's a game they're not going to win. I mean, the Chargers game is probably the hardest game. Maybe the Bengals game's hard. I mean, depending on how the Bengals play here over the next month plus. But yeah, I think if you're Kansas City, you'll be pushing. And I see Elijah's right. Titans have a fairly easy schedule, and they do. But I think, look, even even with that, like, let's say the Titans 
win enough games, they win 13 games, the Chiefs can't catch them. Being the two seed matters because yeah. you get guaranteed two home games. And if the Titans were to lose in the divisional round, which let's be honest, I think we all believe is very possible. If that were to happen, you're the de facto one seed. Yeah. Like, it matters if you're a two seed. That ma- And that is wide open. The Ravens are going to lose games. The Bills are going to lose some games. Kansas City has a shot. Now, of course, they got to beat them out outright. Can't tie with them. Kansas City's got a shot to get to that for sure. And I get there's no buy with that, but that two seed does matter. That's two home games. That is a big deal. So yeah. I think for Kansas City, you're fighting for that. You're fighting for that hard. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get to our keys to the game. So uh, I'll start with you, Verderam. We've talked about a lot of different elements of this one, but what are your big one or two keys I mean, uh, that the Chiefs have to accomplish to get this win? I've already said I think they've got to win on third down defensively, and I think they've got to win in the red zone on both sides of the ball. And I and I look, I'm a broken record because I say it a lot. That's where you win and lose football games in the NFL. And for me, if the Chiefs can win defensively on third down, I, I would say you know keep Dallas around 35 percent or so. You do that on third down, you're going to win the game. Like and, and of course, look like every week. It cannot be a bunch of turnovers. It cannot be a bunch of penalties. They, they, they will get killed if they turn the ball over a bunch in this game. No. So, to me, it's execution, basic execution, turnovers and penalties. And then defensively, it is third down and red zone. Beyond that, if you want to get a, like a real matchup thing, I think you've got to be able to pressure Dak, which you talked about. And, I, you know, I, that – if you can do that, any quarterback, that's not just Dak, but any great quarterback, if you pressure them, they become average. They do. Every quarterback in the history of the NFL, the more pressure you get, the worse they become. So if the Chiefs can accomplish a couple of those things, they're in good shape. I'm with you. I think that, you know, my first key also is, is get pressure on Prescott. I, I think the Chiefs are going to play a little bit of man in this game. I, I don't think that they want to get blood to death – they don't want Ezekiel Elliott to get going. And he's in the chat and he's already said he's going to rush for 300 yards in this game. So you know what his goals are for, for the game. Um, you don't want that guy to get going. Make him throw the ball. Maybe you get some drops. Let your cornerbacks do some work. And, but if, they, if, they, if, they're, if they're sitting in zone, or they've got Dan Sorensen running around out there, it's going to be a huge problem. I think, I think we see a similar game plan like I said earlier, to the Titans game. I think if I was the Chiefs coaching staff, they're looking at that game. I think they're probably reasonably happy with how they played on defense. I know Tannehill made some great throws, but I, I think the problem was the offense in that game, not necessarily the defense. Um, and, you know, they just – the other team made some plays. Force Dallas to make some plays through the air in this game is the way I would go. And my second key is – and this is a little bit different than the way that the Chiefs usually play on defense, or at least they have the last few years – Keep forget performing in the red zone. Keep Dallas out of the red zone. I don't want this team getting into the red zone. They're too talented. They're too multiple. Like the, the fact that Prescott can use his legs, the fact that they can use Tony Pollard out of the backfield, the fact that they have Ezekiel and then they have all these these great these like solid receivers and good tight end by the way as well. Schultz, I, yep. I just I I think it's going to be really difficult for the Chiefs to stop them once they get in the red area. I think they're much better off. And and the other thing, too, and the way that the NFL is going, and especially the way that teams are playing the Chiefs, you get them into the red zone and you get them to a fourth and one, guess what? Oh, they're, they're going for it. Of course. And they're going to get it. They're almost certainly going to get it. So, you know, just don't let them get down there. I think you know, you can you get them in those fourth downs and, and, and they're on your 45, 43. They're going to think about it. They're going to think about it, especially if the Chiefs offense is playing well. And they may just, we might just go ahead and punt or do something stupid and try a long field goal. So I know that's not easy, but I think to your point earlier, it's going to come down to, can we get them in third and longs? Can we, can we, and this should be, this should be a big Nick Bolton game on early downs. They need to get him out there, have him charging downhill, get to Zeke in the backfield, get to Tony Pollard in the backfield, stop them at the line, make it a passing down. So if you get a drop pass on second down, or a sack or something like that. Now you're in business. They don't get in the red area and you, and you essentially steal possession. So those are my keys. Um, all right, let's, let's get to, we've got a reader review. And as you guys know, you listen to this podcast, you watch on YouTube. If you're active in the chat, you're, you'll probably get featured up here. Um, and if you ask us a question over on Apple podcasts, you leave us a review. 
we're going to answer it on the podcast. So as, as you know, if you've been following the last couple of weeks, especially this version of the podcast, which happens earlier in the day, which means it happens later across the pond, we're very international. We're huge in Sweden. We're huge in Germany. Uh, and, but, but also right here on, on, on this uh, side of things, Canada. Uh, this one comes from our guy, Epic Canadian Barbecue, which I, I didn't even know Canadian Barbecue was a thing. I thought you just put uh, gravy on fries up there. So I'm interested. I don't, I don't know. Am I interested to try Canadian Barbecue? You ever had Canadian Barbecue, Vertoram? I would. I, I'm, I'm a big fan <laughs> of barbecue. So I, I look at there The other man is himself, Epic Canadian, Canadian Barbecue, right? There he is. He's going to have to I, educate us. I, by the yeah. way, I will say real quick. I will say my favorite city that I've ever visited, Toronto. It's a great city. Love it's Toronto. It's a cleaner New York. San Francisco. San Francisco's awesome. But man, yeah. Toronto is so convenient. Everybody's so nice. It's a great, great, great. And I, and I love hockey. So Toronto is like the cathedral of, of all things hockey. But it's no, it's an awesome, awesome city. Love. Yeah. I've been up there probably half a dozen times. Love it. Yeah. Well, let's get into the review here. He says, um, Arrowhead Addict is the best, all caps. I'm a huge cheese fan up in Canada. My name is Casey, so I'm a huge barbecue guy and love football. So this it was a match made in heaven since I was a kid. I love listening to Arrowhead Addict because where I live, I don't have access to local cheese content. And this show is just perfect. Great content, funny. And I really appreciate that you're fans, but not homers. I'll leave a question for you. Being a Canadian, I've never made it to Arrowhead Stadium for a game. But I hope to one day when I finally make it to Kansas City. What's the number one game day experience that I have to do that will knock my uh, knock my trip out of the park? Thanks and keep up the great work. Go Chiefs. You know, Verderam and I can relate because neither of us are actually from Kansas City. Uh, Verderam's obviously from New York. You might have heard when he speaks. Uh, and I'm from I'm from Northeast Ohio. So um, I'll say for me, and this might sound a little generic, but. Go to the tailgate as early as possible. But the tip isn't just to do the tailgate. Everybody knows it's a great tailgate at Kansas City. But my tip to you is be social. Don't just sit at your car or toss a football around. Walk around and just introduce yourself to other Chiefs fans. Um, That has been the most rewarding thing for me when I've gone to, to Arrowhead is how friendly everybody is. I've been invited into people's, you know, buses and their tailgate machines and everyone's willing to give you some of their barbecue or give you a beer. And that's the cool thing. And it's, it's, I know it can be like a little anxiety inducing for some people to like walk up to strangers, but you know, when you go to Arrowhead, you're with your people, you know, you're with your, you're you're with your tribe, you're with fellow Chiefs fans. Everybody's happy to see you. And uh, especially for, for two guys who are not from Kansas city. And so we're not around a lot of Chiefs fans all the time. And you're obviously not up in Canada, it's fun. It's really fun to meet right. other Chiefs fans and to hang out with them. So that's my advice is walk around the tailgate, get to know the people around you. If somebody looks like they have an interesting tailgate set up, just walk up and introduce yourself and be like, hey, I'm from Canada. I've never been to Kansas City before. My first game at Arrowhead, I saw your tailgate. It looks great. I guarantee you, next thing you know, you'll be eating some great ribs and drinking a beer with those folks. Yeah. So, by the way, I see uh, in, the, in the chat, uh, Future Trunks says, I am 100% serious. I'm from Germany where we don't have those things. What is the tailgate? Well, tailgate, I mean, so – but tailgating just a lot of NFL stadiums have it. Some actually really don't because of the way they're located. But um, it's just getting the game early, and a lot of people cook out in the parking lot, um, have beers, hang out, have you know, just just basically have a little bit of a of a party for the game, and then go yeah. in. But in Kansas City, it is it is amazing. I mean, I, I've been to a lot of stadiums, you know, for work and, and for pleasure. Arrowhead, you can smell Arrowhead. As you're like approaching it, I mean, you just smell yeah. the barbecue. It's it's great. My, I, I think you nailed it, man. But you know, also I, I saw it thrown in there uh, down the line it was explore the Chiefs Hall of Fame. Daniel throw that out, throws it out there. And yeah. I agree with him. like that. Yeah. Get there early, spend time. Hell, you got to pay forty dollars to park the damn car, so you might as well right. enjoy it, right? Like, right. But if you're in the city and you're just like, what should I do for night? The plaza is awesome. There's a lot yeah. to do in the plaza. Um, a lot of shops, a lot of, a lot of places to eat. Um, Kansas City is a really fun city. It really is. Like, yeah. I think, you know, also if you're into this kind of thing, I know with COVID it's kind of changed, but KC Live is a great spot. It's right downtown, Power and Light District. Power it's, and Light, yeah. It's like 10 bucks, I think, to get in. And you have access to, like, every, every place in this open area. 
uh, or open air area where it's, you know, they have, they have bars and restaurants, or whatever. And it, it's a lot of fun, you know, music. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it's, it really, it's a, it's a fun place to experience the NFL. It really is. I mean, I've been to New England. I've been to Buffalo. I will tell you one thing. I got to be fair. Buffalo is an event unto itself. I mean, yeah. those, mafia, those people going through tables. The circus. I've seen some things. I've been to the Bills Stadium at least three times, four times. Uh, I've seen some things in the parking lot that you we can't talk about on the show. But uh, <laughs> yeah. let's just say, you know, look, people having a good time, people enjoying each other's company, people not worrying about if they're in public and enjoying each other's company. But yeah. Buffalo is – Buffalo is it's all New England's New England's totally different. Like New England, it, it's a little more reserved, and it's a lot of like a lot of seafood, which is cool. Like, but it's just a different vibe. It's a totally different vibe. I like something cooked on the grill. I don't want. I want to be eating clams out, no, out in the parking lot. Shrimp. You damn uh, you know, yuppies up there in New England. So give me some good old Midwest barbecue rack. sauce ribs. Yeah, it's and and yeah. And to and to that point. Show up early, like get get in line and get into the tailgate as soon as you can so that you can really enjoy it. If you want to have food of your own, you can spin by like uh, gates and you can pick up yep. just like a big box of barbecue and bring it. So, you know, because obviously you're coming from out of town, you don't have a grill, you can't do the whole thing. So you can have that with your rental car. Walk around, introduce yourself to people. I saw somebody in the chat say, check out the Hall of Fame. And, and, and yeah, that's awesome. Take some time to get into the stadium early, too. Don't like most of the people that are used to Arrowhead, like they stay in the parking lot as long as possible, drinking their own beer, eating their own food before they get in and pay those prices. But get in the stadium early if you've never been there before and just walk around Arrowhead. Historic stadium. It's beautiful. They've done some renovations to it. And just check out the different concourses and check out the Hall of Fame, which I think they moved kind of inside. It how, used to be out in, the, in a concourse. How yeah. early is early? A good a good four hours worth of game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least. Yeah. Early. Yeah, they early. start lining it's up early. game, get there at eight. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I, it's fine. I've never, no, the first game I ever went to was a noon kick. Um, most of the games I've ever gone to have been night games. Night games. Cold. We've gone to a couple. We went to one game in December against the Raiders, which we, did we lose that one? No, too? they won. They won. Oh, that they was won that, that one. Thank God. Tyreek return in the punt game. That's right. That's you right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. That's where I got my fleece Chiefs blanket that I bought in the team shop for like did $90. You get a Montana jersey there or something? so cold. I did get a Montana jersey. Yeah. yeah, got my Montana jersey finally. That was a good. That was a cold ass game. Um, yeah, that's the other thing. My other tip is for your first time, if you can, come in the fall. Don't come to a December game. The, the tickets will be cheaper, but um, it just can get really cold, and and it, it'll it'll zap the, a little bit of the fun from you. Um, you know, October is a great time to go to Arizona. I love the cold, man. If I if I'm oh. going, I'm going in like December, January. I. I mean, that Raiders game we went to, it was six degrees. It was the second coldest game in Arrowhead's history. And it was – my yeah. wife will not return to Arrowhead State after that. She's still throwing out. My yeah, poor wife. Yeah. I, I remember at halftime, you know, you stand for the whole game. And I remember I was like, oh, my God, I, I can't feel my legs. Like, I went to halftime to go to, go, to go to the bathroom, and I literally couldn't feel my legs. It was so cold. So I just stood yeah. there. I mean, how the hell with it? I'll go to the bathroom after the game. <laughs> I stayed yeah. there. It was, but they won. They won. It was an awesome game. But anyway, um, and she reached jumping in saying September, October, the best at Arrowhead. Hey, look, it's all fun, man. It all is fun. Um, if my wife wouldn't kill me, I'd love to go to a game like the day after Christmas, the Pittsburgh game. But my wife would actually, it would be a divorce. So I uh, meant <laughs> uh, all right, let's. We got to get into our and thank you for the reviews again. If you head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star review, leave us a question in your written review, and you'll be yes. featured on the podcast as well. We'll, we'll maybe do a 10 minute segment on your question. Um, all right, so we got to get to it. It's prediction time. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Verderam. How do you think this one turns out? What's your final score? Uh, 30 23, Kansas City. I, oh, wow. I, I think, yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to win. I, look. The uh, the Cowboys are definitely good. And that's C.D. Lamb's involved. Good. We're getting everybody. The whole team's come yeah, on over. The whole um, team's on. That's actually hilarious. Um, listen, I, look, the Cowboys <laughs> could definitely win the game. 
no question. They're they're a really good team. Like I said earlier, I don't buy into some of this narrative. Oh, they're they're fraudulent. I don't think they're fraudulent. I think they're a very good team. I do think the Chiefs have a coaching advantage in this game. Kellen Moore is a great offensive coordinator. Uh, Mike McCarthy, not really a great head guy. I think even Cowboys fans would tell you like he's a little bit of a liability here. I wonder how that factors into a game where there's two very good teams. Like a lot of times games like this, they turn on little things. You know, one bad decision with a challenge, you blow a timeout, or, you know, your, your, your clock management, which Andy used to be atrocious with, has gotten much better with his years have gone on. But, like, that's, you know, that's something where McCarthy has had some mind-numbing decisions this year with clock management. Like, does that cost him three points in this game? If it does, a huge three points against, you know, Kansas City in this type of game. So, yeah. I, I think it's 30-23. I think Dallas is going to move the ball. But I think it's a game where the Chiefs do force a few field goals. And with the offense, I expect the Chiefs to build off what they did last week. I don't think they score 40 again. That That's a little bit of a reach, I believe. But like, I, I think the Chiefs are going to move the ball okay because I don't think Dallas is going to get a ton of pressure. If you don't get pressure, it comes down to execution. The last couple games, the Chiefs have not turned the ball over. They're executing much better. I, I think they're in a good spot. I really do. So I'll, I'll go 30-23. I've got it. Chiefs, let's say 31, Dallas 27. I think it's going to be a really close game. I think it's going to be a nail biter, but the Chiefs are at home. Chiefs, as you mentioned, have a coaching advantage. They should have a quarterback advantage if he, if he shows up like he did last week. Um, so, you know, but, but a tight game. It just, I just think that the Dallas is a good football team and they get a lot of talent on offense. So it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be – I know, full-screen faces. We apologize for that. I don't know yeah, what happened. That, that might uh, cause uh, therapy. So, some, somebody's therapist is about to have a retirement plan based on that. NC-17 rating flashed up on the screen. I'm sorry if you had kids around. Um, <laughs> it was, that was brutal. Um, yeah, yeah. I, you know, once I, I put a clip of our podcast – It's my, my tr- face. Yeah, right. I put a clip of the podcast up on the TV once for my wife. She wanted to see. And uh, you and me, HD – 55 inch TV. That's nah. tragic. It's, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of better things we could have put up on the TV. Um, so listen, here's the schedule. Y'all, we will be back on Sunday. As soon as the game is over, we'll be right here on the YouTube channel, hopefully with no technical difficulties. Um, hoping I've got a victory beer all fired up for that one. Uh, that's the way I've been doing. I've been putting a beer in. The, if the Chiefs are, pl- I don't even, if the Chiefs are playing well at halftime, I put a beer in the fridge. Right. And that's the victory beer. And then I drink it if they win. If they don't win, no beer for me. And then that way I'm not just drunk and depressed after it's over. Uh, and it's been working out, helping out my self esteem and, uh, and, and the old waistline. Into that. There you go. There you go. Gonzo, <laughs> can we please get a watch along with Matt? Listen, that yeah. might happen before this year's over. We've talked about it. Yeah. We, we have discussed that. And Mason, believe me, if they stink again, you're going to get one. So don't worry about it. Um, I, you know, I know, like I saw a handful of people say that in the last chat. Like this is more entertaining when they lose. And I, I, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I'm genuine. If there's one thing, like I'm, I'm not going to fake any. Like I, when they lose, that's the genuine article. That's how I feel. But you know, I, I got to be fair. I, I hope I don't have to do that. I hope they just play well, and I don't have to go nuts. Um, but uh, yeah, oh, you'll get one. If they're not playing well, you'll definitely get it. But and look, I, I think I think I think Kansas City is a really, really, really talented team that found itself on Sunday night. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. I mean, and by the way, they might play really well in this game and still lose. Like that's possible because Dallas is good enough that you know if they go toe to toe, who knows? But I I do believe if Kansas City plays its best. It will win. That I believe. As good as Dallas is, if the Chiefs play their best game, I think they'll win the game. I just want to throw this out there because it's just popped up on my Twitter feed. Um, uh, Matt Derrick from uh, over at uh, 810 um, uh, tweeted, uh, Chief CEO Clark Hunt says the plan to re-sign Tyron Matthew hasn't changed. Discussions took place with representatives during the offseason, but once the season began, it made sense for both sides to wait until the end of the season. Said club wants to keep his play on the field and keep his leadership. Um, I don't know if that's news. I mean, look, that's coming from the owner, but what is he going to say? You know? Yeah. We're not planning to, 
we're going to see how this goes this season. You know, we're going to we're going to see how it is afterwards. Of course, he's going to say they, they want to sign him. Yeah, you know what though, I, I did for a little bit. And by the way, Sam, this is your question. Where should I watch the game, in Chicago? Go to Tunes. It's Chiefs Bar. Yeah, Tunes. T O O N S. Great place. You know, he didn't have to say that. He could have said, "And look, that's a that's a better question for Brett." He could have said, "You know that you know that's not my decision." Uh, you know, or he could have said, "We're going to revisit all options after the season." He didn't say that. He said they want to resign him. Now, I don't know that it's you know thirty inch headline, thirty inch uh, you know headline type news, but I do think it is notable because he could have just said, "No, nah, you know, it's not for me to say." You know, that's the front office. He could, oh, you know, we're going to look at this again in February. Um, you know, so. I, I really do believe like that that is interesting at least. It, it maybe not a huge thing, but it's it's a thing. I, I, I do feel that way. Uh yeah, and, and you know uh, the folks in the in the chat, it's uh not tones, tunes, T O O N S. Like Looney, um, yeah, like Looney Tunes essentially. Yeah, it's uh it's in the Lakeview neighborhood on the north side, uh Southport and oh god, I forget the name of that cross street. Um but uh, just north of, just north of, of Grace. It might be Byron, it might be Southport and Byron. But yeah, definitely check out Tunes. Fantastic. But listen, it's hugely popular. So if you want to go, and this is a this is an evening game, you got to show up at like noon. Just go plan to sit there all day. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get a seat, otherwise you're just going to be cr- crunch. I can't stand. I don't like standing and not being able to sit and like have my beer and stuff like that. I almost sit, stand for three hours. So um, I recommend getting there early. I used to live around the corner, um, and uh, I moved to the south side because I wanted a yard. Uh, so now I can watch it in my house. Um, oh, Kelly's in Lincoln Park. Uh, nice. There's another place to watch Chiefs. That's always good to know. Um, all right, everybody. And maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe Vernon and I, Vernon and I will do a watch party someday since we're both in the Chicagoland area. Uh, we could run out a movie theater or something, put the Chiefs game on. It'd be great. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, we're going to get out of here. We got work to do, but appreciate you tuning in. Especially appreciate you dealing with some of the technical difficulties that we, we had today. Yep. Uh, if you could hit that thumbs up button on your way out, we'd appreciate it. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, five stars, please. Uh, and uh, we will see you on Sunday night after the Chiefs beat the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, for Matt Verdere, my name is Patrick Allen. Appreciate your support. And as always, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.